It's the Arlington Alexandria show for March 21st, first day of spring. How are you, everybody? This is BK, and I'm freshly back from Washington, D.C., Baltimore, slash Virginia. Uh, I am super tired. <laughs> that I, I say that every time in many shows, and I'm like, I, I am really tired. I'm out. I'm done. Um, well, it, it was good, but it's good kind of tired. Uh, it was a really good travel. I was away for the St. Paddy's Day weekend uh, from Friday to yesterday, the Monday. I'm recording this on the 20th, the first day of spring. Um, but uh, briefly on the trip, uh, why why did I make this trip? So it's been it's actually one of the first uh, random city trip I decided to do is since the well, I guess since last year when I was doing the weekly trip throughs. San Francisco, San, Di- San Diego, San Francisco, Alaska, Phoenix, ooh, where was it, New Mexico, and Phoenix, you know, blah, 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 all those places I did. And this, I guess, this is the first weekend trip I decided to do, you know, I, I figured there's only a couple chances I could do this uh, before the spring break prices kick in for the flights, and then I also was pretty, uh, I felt like I reached sort of an end point, at least for this juncture, of, at the workplace, so I finally said, you know what, I, I need a break, you know, I'm pretty much dead, the, the reason that the pod, podcast has been pretty sporadic, and I guess the quality slipped, if you want to look at it, the overall thing, and then the consistency and whatnot, uh, it, it's been really busy, life-wise, work-wise, and that, uh, uh, because of that, I was not able to record, and even when I'm able to record, it's usually in a rushed fashion, or it, it's very succinct, brief, <laughs> and then uh, to be honest like I sound like I really don't give a shit you know before when I vent and stuff I feel like I was pretty on point and I was on the clock but recently uh, at least in 2018 with a new format at all yes the format hasn't been going uh, as consistently as I would like uh, but I, I I just I just haven't been able to keep up it, it, it you know I it's been so busy I haven't been able to fill out the bracket I didn't even know the March Madness was starting, and then I was I rejected a few fantasy leagues. I talked about this before. Uh, I I just said I can't do it. I can't do it this year. I don't have time. I I don't have time to look at it. I really don't have the energy or the passion anymore. I need a break. So, um, yeah, because of that, uh, things have been pretty sporadic along with this recording. But anyways, uh, the review on the DC. Baltimore and whatnot quickly. So what we did was uh, we flew into Baltimore. That's a cheaper way to fly it into DC area, and we drove down to DC. Then DC Friday, Saturday, uh, Sunday, and then the Sunday night to Monday before we flew back Monday night back to Detroit. We decided to hang out in uh, Baltimore. I went with a friend. Uh, we won't go any deeper than that for now. But uh, so. We got to know, it was pretty, I booked this through Delta, and then also my Chase Ultimate Rewards, um, and I had a lot of mileages, it's like, hell, I'll I'll use it for the, whatchamacallit, the hotel and the rental car, so I decided to do that. Now, I got to the hotel in Arlington, Virginia, the residence in, with a capital view, 
the fucking thing, I mean, I mean, it looked good. The hotel was nice and all. But then I said, Capital View is so shit. I should get a view, right? And then the, when I looked at the map, it was fucking weird. But then once I got there, I was like, I don't see any Capital View at all. It's right next to the Reagan Airport. But then, all right, I don't have the airport view, so I don't have to deal with the flight noise, which was good. But at the same time, I was like, what the hell's going on? This is not a Capital View. This is bullshit. And I try to check in. And then I give the reservation number, which the guy at the front desk said, oh, that's not the number we use. It starts with a B or R or something, not a 1-5. I was like, oh, okay. And then I can't find my name. You can't find my name. Finally, I call the Chase Ultimate Rewards, which is a dumbass annoying system, especially for existing reservations. I have to enter everything. And then there's a callback number from a customer care unless I get to the supervisor manager. So... What happened was that the Chase Ultimate Rewards, I have the email and everything. I booked it from 16th for the night of 16th and the 17th. But for some fucking reason, and I got a confirmation email saying that too. But for some fucking reason, I was booked for 15th, night of the 15th and then the 16th. And I just, and then it just said, I missed my reservation. I'm like, well, that's not what clearly happened. Look at this email that I got from Chase Ultimate Rewards. What the fuck is this? So I get a hold of the supervisor and everything after about 25-30 minutes in the lobby. And then the friend was in the car outside of, outside the hotel. And then she was like, what the fuck is going on? And I'm like, I just, there's a fuck up with the reservation and whatnot. But anyways, I was pretty pissed. I was pretty triggered. And then they said, sorry, uh, we'll, we'll rectify the situation. And I said, fuck it. It's already 6.30 and whatnot. And I said, we'll go get dinner. You guys sort it out between Marriott and then the Chase. And then I'm gonna go about my way. And then by the time I come back, I better have a fucking room. I flew here. I have nowhere to go. And I was like this close, inches close to just like booking it myself. But I said, nope, they'll figure it out. So I was pretty furious. And then I and then I had a dinner. Uh, well, we had a dinner at this uh, Uyghur. Is that what you call it? The Uyghur people. I, I don't know how to put it. U, it's U Y G H U R. So it's a Turkic ethnic group living in East and Central Asia. So. They're primarily in Zhangjiang, Uyghur Autonomous Region in the People's Republic of China, which I think is believe is a northwest towards the Kazakhstan, Uzbekistan, Kyrgyzstan, and all that stuff. And then the, some people might be asking, isn't that a Middle East? And I'm like, well, Kazakhstan is not exactly Middle East, although it's got a stand in it. Uh, but <laughs> so anyways, and then the, 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 the Yelp review, the, the girl saw the, the friend is like, hey... This looks like a fusion of Middle Eastern and Chinese food. And then we got there, and it's like, no, it's not a fusion. We're actual people. <laughs> so I was like, oh, fuck. I feel bad. I was like an ignorant idiot. But I think it's the best lamb I've ever had in my life. Because I usually don't like lambs because they smell like fucking blanket people when they don't prepare it right. But this one was really damn good. And the place in Arlington was called the Queen... Amanisa, Amanisa, which is the traditional king. And then the stupid Yelp category said Chinese, Asian fusion, and noodles. I'm sure that's what the reviewers put up there. It's like, you can't say Uyghur. That's be Asian food. Yeah, and then it's the first time I ever tried it, like many people on the Yelp did. And I, I really generally don't want to look at Yelp or the Google review, like I said before, because I think that ruins the experience. It's like, yeah, you just want to... Uyghur, that's what it's called. That's what it's called. Uzbek, Russian, or a combo of Chinese, Turkish. Well, we enjoyed this. Oh, fuck this. Anyways, the, while we were getting this dinner, I, I was genuinely happy with the food. I 
I really had good time in DC and Baltimore, and then I enjoyed every single food. I'll be honest. And then、uh, when I was in Nashville, Memphis last year, I didn't enjoy Nashville food at all. I didn't like any of it. People are like, "Hattie B's is a great French,、uh, the fried chicken." I think it's hella overrated. I like the Memphis food better, and even in Memphis, the half decent Central Barbecue place behind the、uh, Civil Rights Museum wasn't that amazing. So, but still, Memphis food, I loved it. And then the diner food I got when I was super drunk, it was pretty damn good. Ah,、uh, but then, ah,、uh, you know, so I, so the last trip in Tennessee wasn't good. And then San Diego, it's always Japanese Mexican food or the Phil's barbecue. So I'm just like, oh, you know, I've been there, done that, sort of. So because of that, I was like, meh. So I felt like in the trips the recently over the last year that I had, I haven't had good food. Maybe since the LA, I went about a year ago. Go listen to that episode when I <laughs> talked about the Snapchat and then the、uh, hanging out in Disneyland alone. Now I think of what episode was that? Was it like seven? But anyways, go check that episode out. It's out there somewhere.、Uh, I can't believe that was a year ago. Like now, look at me backtracking here or just losing my pace. Not losing my pace, but then like going off tangent as I always do. So, but anyways, back to the back to the DC. So I had this food, and then the, finally the chase calls in. Like, so we fixed the situation, and then we got it. But the fact that, and by this time this happened, it was like what seven o'clock, eight something. And then I said, "All right, can you make? Can they make sure that uh they got the right hotel thing all booked in Baltimore too? I just want to make sure." It's like, "All right, sure, sure, sure," and then blah. Got to the hotel. Finally checked in after the dinner.、Uh, we're pretty exhausted,、uh, but then、uh, we checked in, and I was kind of furious still because I wanted to save an hour or two once again. As soon as we got to the DC, got through the traffic, you know, from Baltimore driving down on a Friday evening. So I was still a little pissed. I was more pissed at the fact that a fucking Chase Ultimate Rewards fucked this up. They'll probably hear this because I'm gonna fucking tag them once again, and then they ask me like, "Hey, oh, can you DM us?" I I literally won my points back for two hours that I fucking lost in this thing, you know. I should have. Why am I paying four hundred and fifty dollars of the fucking annual membership? And then they'll tell you, oh, you get three hundred dollars back. Fuck that. It's still four hundred fifty dollars officially, and then I'm still spending three hundred dollars somewhere. So it's still four hundred and fifty dollars. I ha- I pay four hundred and fifty dollars of annual fee for this exclusive Chase Sapphire Reserve card, and this is a motherfucking gap. Service that you get, and then apparently there's a problem between the vendor, the Chase Ultimate Rewards use, and this Marriott, this particular Marriott, whatever thing they had with the system. But I'm like, how, like it, how you fuck up? Fifteen, sixteen versus sixteen, seventeen is beyond belief for me. So. Chase, you're fucking docked at this point. I mean, I've had this car for more than a year, so that's fine. But then the very fact that I got, I got, I got shafted two hours on my vacation. The very purpose of this fucking car doing this thing, doing this, I'm still mad. I had a really good time. I really appreciate the John, the manager, supervisor's effort to rectify the situation here, the Oklahoma number. I really appreciate that. However, but the 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 effort to get to John from your fucking phone system, and also the fucking vendors fucking up those two things just is just beyond me. It's just beyond me. So those two things, the two hours I lost, and also the fucking effort I had to go through, and then mental and emotional stress I just had to go through, and freaking out when I landed in DC 
in Arlington, Virginia. Chase, you're on the hook for that shit. And you will certainly get my DM. And then uh, we'll talk about this. But you're on fucking notice, Chase. I, I can't believe this. This is a fucking car that competes against American Express and shit. And then this is the kind of service we get. I know one time it's an incident, maybe. But I'm sure I'm not the only one who went through this snafu and got pissed. Especially at a vacation on a Friday afternoon. And then I lost a precious couple hours that could have been saved for dinner. And then also the drinking session that happened after. Okay? I'm spending my money. You're collecting your credit card bill and check. Blah, blah, blah. And I have another complaint about the fucking priority pass that Chase has. It's not the Chase's fault. It's a priority pass. Why don't they not have a lounge in Detroit Metro Airport? I do not understand this. I mean, I finally... I'm kind of jumping here timeline-wise. But priority pass that comes with the Chase Sapphire Reserve membership. It's fantastic. I used it a lot when I was in Seattle and LA and on the West Coast. Because pretty much virtually every single major airport in the West Coast and then in Canada have the lounge that Priority Pass has a membership with. But with a fucking Detroit that doesn't have it, it's in, they, but they have it at O'Hare. So they don't completely isolate the Midwest at all. But then they had it in Baltimore, so I got to use a Baltimore lounge. But that fucking lounge, the club, was fucking hot as hell in there. So, but anyways, I, I am, I'm going off on a pretty rant mode. And then you'll be like, oh, PK, but you should appreciate that you have a membership. And then blah, blah, blah. You get a priority pass. And then you get the free mileages. It's not free mileages. I spent that much fucking money. I spent the fucking annual fee. $450 a year. 300 that I supposedly get back. But fuck that. It's still $450. But my God, the fact that I... I got this card expecting the number one service, and then I exp- I expected the number one resolution, and then the number one fastest, swiftest way for their exclusive, this Platinum Master Visa Infinite members to be treated like the fucking Platinum card that it fucking is. But the fact that I had to go through this fucking Qatar Indian labor, building a fucking World Cup stadium level kind of bullshit to get this is fucking ridiculous. I still want my points back. I want my points back. This is stupid. This is stupid. I had to go through the hurdle to solve their problem. What the fuck is that? I pointed out two flaws with their fucking Chase Ultimate Reward System right here. If they don't rectify this shit, I'm canceling the fucking card. Maybe I leave the Chase altogether. So, Chase, you're on fucking notice. I can't believe I spent 10 minutes talking about this. Otherwise, I had a great fucking time. National didn't have a problem. The other hotel in Baltimore didn't have a problem. I really had a good time eating food. I really had a good time at the Cherry Blossom Bar. Although the fucking gin and then all the cocktail is highly overpriced. Everything is overpriced in D.C. And then, you know, driving through Maryland, Virginia, D.C., I don't know. I was like, I think Amazon's going to move here. I really feel that. But at the same time, I go like, the traffic is already fucking bad and you're hiring 50,000 people in the city. And just like any urban area, I just go like, why? Why is this happening? So anyways, DC was great, and then we did a lot of walking. St. Patty's Day, we didn't go really wild. We are too, too, too tired to go wild. We ended up watching Kung Fu Panda and a whole bunch of Forensic Files on Netflix, which is a great experience. Two great movie and shows, by the way. Uh, it's very addicting, so uh, check that out. But um, yeah, uh, so you might be asking, what the hell did you do in DC, BK? What the hell did you do? Well, we're at the Smithsonian Museum. Because there's multiple of them. I was mostly interested in air and uh, space museum, and then the National Art Gallery. I was mostly interested interested in modern art, like German expressionist, uh, fucking uh, abstract thing, 
uh, from the like 1920s and 30s. Uh, I really enjoyed that when I was in the Milwaukee Art Museum uh, seven years ago when I was doing a crazy long drive, 20 hours straight. I decided to do, you know. So, uh, but in the so, Air and Space Museum, it was fantastic. And then there are obviously a lot of kids there. And then there's like a spacesuit and then the moon moon rock and shit like that. Uh, but then after a while, looking at the flights over and over, I kind of got bored. I was like, all right, let's go check this out. And then uh, we went to the American Indian Museum. And I'm like, it's not Indian anymore. It's Native Americans. And then you can't call these people aboriginals in Canada. That's an offensive, offensive term. It's an indigenous people. It's only These people are only called American Indian because Columbus fucked up. And he wanted the fucking gold and he genocided everybody. But then I was like... This is India. He's like, thank you, come again. No, no, this wasn't that India, Columbus, Christopher. So, but anyways, I don't know. They should correct that name. It's not the Cleveland Indians. It's not the Indian Indian. They fucked it up. It's not the Eskimo. It's the Inuit people. You know, they fucked up. The the, the, the fucking Spanish fucked up, okay? And then the the lunch there was pretty good, actually, the bison burger. Uh, I might have talked about this before when I was at Mount Rushmore driving through the Trump lands. Go check that episode out. Um, I had a bison burger, too, at Mount Rushmore the Memorial Day weekend last uh, Memorial Day, actually, last year when I was moving to Detroit. And then uh, I, ate, I ate the bison burger, and I was like, ah, it was all right. But it was a different kind of meat, but it was all right. It tasted frozen. But this one, it was not frozen. And I saw, the, I saw them grill the thing. Uh, on the spot and then i was like wow that's pretty good it's not so greasy you know it's lean enough compared to cow so it's like it's pretty good but 16 dollars museum food and considering every smithsonian museum is free the national art gallery american indian museum the natural history history museum all that stuff they're they're all they're all free which is great it's on the tax dollars of the tr- uh, so it was great the wait lines along but just be aware and then just be prepared to walking around to every single thing uh in the dc national mall area so it was really good uh american indian museum we checked that out too because while we were there uh i i and then there was like uh not was it my incans incan history and all that how the spanish came in and then you know gave the smallpox and all that you know the you know the drill you know the the spanish came and just ruined everybody destroyed the culture you know uh metaphorically and physically raped the fucking whole people on the and that fucking uh native people down there in peru and then more and more you think and and then i mean there is already an internal conflict within the incan community at this time between the children uh but then the incans had a really smart uh irrigation system and whatnot which some people might find these like indigenous people to be like primitive and spiritual and all that but you know they had a lot of scientific discoveries that you didn't realize like you know if if the fucking uk and english people had the fucking irrigation and then sanitation system like through all the shitters they wouldn't have a fucking plague and then the rats and shit but fucking incans did in the 16th 17th century so when there by the indigenous people so anyways so i more and more i read this shit and then you know there's some people like oh of course there's a narrative to this the fucking yeah you know the, you have to see, hear the spanish side of the story oh yeah how do you fucking explain bringing the smallpox and fucking alcohol to these people and then do a biological genocide and then there's another side to the story oh it worked out in the end you know it's like did it really work out in south america maybe it worked out in america but fucking native native people suffered suffer a lot and i understand where marlon brando came from and then 
you know, some of you go like, PK, you're not a native American. What do you care? It's like, oh, shit, we all come from the fucking Mongolian genes. We have the same birthmarks and shit. And, you know, those Native Americans look like the Asian people, too, you know, because long, long time ago, we came from the same continent when it was Pangea and all Pangea, Pangea and all that shit before all the tectonic plates divided. So I don't know. I, feel, I do have a little bit of a soft spot for the native people. You know, and then they have a lot of drug problems, entitlement and all that stuff. Some of you might blah, 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 argue about. But, you know, just reading about it, just especially the South America, how it went down. And then in Chile, Peru, all these places, every single country that's Spanish and Portuguese fucked up down there. And then whatever the countries they got right now, it's just like just thinking about it. It just go like, wow, that's that's fucked up, man. And then they just left. And then same thing happened in Africa. Sort of the same thing happened in America and Canada too. Although those are more developed nations. So I don't know. I felt more enraged thinking about this. And I'm like... Then again, like how could the history have changed? Maybe it was inevitable. Somebody would have invaded somebody and of these people. So anyways. So we saw that. We saw that. And then we moved to the National Art Gallery. And we just went to the main one. Not the West or the East building. East building has a modern stuff. But I will check it out next time. Whenever I make it there next time. I, I'm sure I'll make it there again next time. I don't know. Maybe. So um, uh, many of the paintings. They got Monet. Uh, Monet. Van Gogh. And all that stuff. And because it's a lot of 17th, 18th century art. There's a lot of religious post-Renaissance. You know, the hell versus heaven. You know, very sacrilegious images and paintings from Europe and whatnot, and all the portraits of the uh, you know American heroes and whatnot from the eight, the nineteenth century and all that. They had those paintings, and you go like, but you look at those paintings and you're like, I don't know, says so like whatever. Oh, and I saw a Napoleon portrait there, and I was like, wow, I didn't know Napoleon was here, so I took that. And then the Van Gogh stuff, pretty interesting, crazy man. But every great artist is crazy. You know, they have a crazy obsession. This guy was so fucking crazy, schizophrenic and all that. He cut his fucking ears off because he wanted the perfect portrait. If I, I don't know if that's a folklore or truly what happened, but I know he was mentally ill. So I was like, pretty damn fucking cool. Yeah, and then the Monet, Monet, whatever. I, I really don't feel Monet that much for some reason. Van Gogh, <laughs> I don't know. Van Gogh's cool. You know, Picasso's cool. I like Picasso. He's, but then I like modern stuff better. I think these are religious paintings from back back then. Abstraction, expressionist stuff. I really love that stuff. And because I find the beauty, I mentioned this in the San Francisco episode where I went to the San Francisco Modern Arts Museum. Um, I really feel like in the abstraction art, like Jackson Pollock and all that, but not just Jackson Pollock, but some people are like, you know, it's just a mess. It's a mess. It's it, it just like you just throw whatever shit on there and then like that. That's how the artist feels. What I really appreciate about abstract art is that there is a pattern and then the thinking process behind it. If you look at deeper into how they chisel the paint or whatever they paint it over, and then you you see the thinking process there. And then I appreciate the little details within the abstract art. So I like to stare at it a little longer. But Monet and Van Gogh, Van Gogh stuff like Serenite and all that, you know, his colors are very always brighter and vibrant and interesting. However, way he draws the lines and all that, that's his unique style. That's great. But every single one, I feel like I'm on a fucking LSD trip. And I just go like, I can't handle this. 
<laughs> Monet, I just go like, ah, cool. That's Monet. That's about it. I don't know. It's just so maybe it's just a millennial of me or the hipster side of me that's just like I like the vagueness of the abstract art. So because of that, I just like I like the modern that stuff so much more than anything. Uh, what else is there? The, 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 the. So yeah, and then there are also a lot of flowers. We didn't see cherry blossom because uh, well because uh, we were too early. I was hoping that we got there in the beginning of the cherry blossom, but it was it's, it was too cold the last month or so, so that didn't happen unfortunately. Uh, after that, we walked around more. We went to the White House. Uh, we went through the South Lawn, not the lo- North Lawn. Maybe we should have gone to the North Lawn, which is closer to the you know the backyard backyard and stuff but then south south lawn is where, where you see the fountain and then you get the media you know the, the generic stock shot of the white house but then they blocked the road by the fence in the south lawn excuse me my moles got stuck a little bit and then my throat is killing me right now mm. And so they blocked off the road off of the South Lawn fence, and then I go like, "Why is they? Why are they doing this? They didn't do this before." Well, number one, there are a couple of fence jumpers, and one of the guy finally reached the end of the White House, and he ran all the way down the South Lawn. So that happened. And also, if I remember right, a couple of weeks, a couple of Saturdays ago, one guy shot himself and killed himself in front in front of that fence. So I was like, "What the fuck?" And then I mentioned that flat out like that. It's like. Hey man, few people, few bad apples ruined the experience for all of us. One guy shot himself a couple Saturdays back. Didn't you see that on CNN or something? And there are kids and families around, and then I just said this out loud. One of the dad looks back at me, and then it's like, "What the fuck, dude?" And then I'm like, "You said that in front of the kids." I'm like, and then, but at the same time, I kind of laughed, and then I said, "Dude, come on, kids know this shit. They they look at Facebook and Twitter and Instagram faster than any of you, okay?" So and then just to prove my point. As soon as we got to the center of that fence with the police officers in front and shit, and then one kid starts yelling, Daddy, Daddy, there's a guy on that roof. And then I'm like, and then even before I thought it out loud in my head, the kid goes, that's a sniper, right? He's looking at us. He's watching us. And then I was like this close to saying, everybody's still taking photos of the uh, fountain and then the White House shot. And then the fountain was filled with green water, just, you know, like the Trump's piss. No, because it's the same patty. say, duh. And then I was just close to saying, again, inches close. There, that, that's inches close to getting my inner thought out to this kid, which was, Dude, hey, kid, can you tell that guy to get off the shot? Get out of my shot so I can get a perfect Instagram shot of the White House? That black dot is really annoying, you know, on that fucking roof. Can you tell him that? Clearly, the guy fucking hears you too because you're so loud. And then I'm sure he's scoping you right now as you just say it out loud, okay? But anyways, I don't know. I thought that kid was hilarious. So we saw that. And then I saw the Department of Treasury. And then I go like, hey, where the fuck is Steve Mnuchin? Is he taking another gazillion dollar, you know, personal private flight trip with his fucking wife of his, the Louis Linton lady? And I'm like, go listen to that episode 51. Look, I contributed to the economy willingly. I just, I just hate on her obliviousness of the thing and then i saw the federal reserve and i told a friend i was with i told her like hey that's where your credit card you know uh the 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 the, the interest level goes up okay so pay off your credit card bill okay and then, you know that blah a lot of a lot of a lot of stuff there and then i just thoroughly enjoyed that experience and then uh oh i picked up three more Insta- uh, Instagram, I'm sorry, Starbucks mugs, I was gonna say Instagram mugs, I was like, no, I'm, I haven't Instagrammed any of these mugs, okay, these are for Pinterest, 
and then I'm trying to be the king of Pinterest. And Starbucks is getting rid of the series. You are here series. I think I mentioned this a couple weeks ago. I don't remember. I haven't listened to my episodes back, which I think is a massive mistake because I like these these designs better than the supposed been there series that's coming out it looks like a fucking cartoon and then starbucks what the fuck are you doing i know you need to refresh your shit but you released the series continuously in europe and around the world but ending it in america when you should be releasing it in other states like north dakota iowa delaware montana instead you're releasing the new series with the ugly ass design and then you're expecting me to pay 10.99 a mug fuck that shit i'm collecting all these mugs now you know, and then let people appreciate what's going on. And then somebody posted it in the Facebook Starbucks You're Here mug group. The Washington one finally came out this past week. And I said, I am repulsed. And it's like, oh, people are like, I'm not repulsed, repulsed. But, you know, I certainly like the other ones better. No, this is a fucking travesty. Starbucks is making a fucking mistake with this mug change. This is why I, I'm glad I sold my fucking Starbucks shares. This company's hopeless. Fuck this. And then, uh, anyways. I'm raging right now because I'm panicking. You know, I, I got to make these road trips so I can go pick up these mugs. Or I got to tell people to go pick up the mugs so that I will make the trips to these cities later. So anyways, I picked up three mugs, Maryland, D.C., and then the Virginia. I got to say, D.C. mug is one of the most beautiful ones I picked up. I thought Japan one that just came out is pretty cool. My favorite has been Portland always. Uh, with the rose design they did because it's a rose city but they have the cherry blossom and the dc one uh although some might complain that it's a uh, blue cherry blossom there's a it's pink but then it's a blue tree but i don't give a shit they got the details in there i i love and then washington dc mug is along with japan and portland are my top three mugs in no particular order it's fantastic but anyways um so from there we we had a we went to a cherry blossom pub which is like a seasonal pub they opened in one of the buildings uh and then they had a cat mug which is the reason we went and then their spin on the tonic water cherry blossom tonic was quite interesting so i was like all right and then it gave a gin and tonic a pink look and i'm like bk you went all the way there to drink gin and tonic he's like yes sir i did yes sir yes ma'am sir i'm very basic okay i'm basic as i get and i'm getting old i don't i don't like whiskey i don't like that i like gin you know, that's my style. That's my taste. That's my tongue, okay? So, there's that. The next day, we ended up going to Alexandria, Virginia, which is about uh, 15 minutes away from where we're at in Arlington. And then Alexandria is also where Dave Grohl of the Foo Fighters grew up, uh, which is why I picked the Foo Fighters song, Alandria, which <laughs> is an intro song because Alandria is another name for the Alexandria, Virginia, where Dave Grohl grew up. I think I just mentioned that. Redundancy of Department of Redundancy. Um... They had a St. Patty's Day parade and also a dog show. Dog show, quote-unquote dog show. Pretty much owners bring their fucking dogs out and show it to everybody. So <laughs> we can Instagram, Snapchat these dogs away. I love the Frenchie, so I'm just like, I'm looking for a Frenchie or a bulldog. And then some people are like, why do you like the ugly dog so much? Because they're ugly beautiful. They're the ugly Bettys. I don't know. I like Frenchies. And then, you know, that's like a thing now too, you know. It's like that pouty face and all that with a nasal problem. And I'm like, dude, I, I my nose is pretty nasally right now. So I feel for them. And then, yeah, they're very cute. And then uh, they, they're very stubborn, Frenchies. And then they don't walk as much. They can't swim. They, they're they're a little, they're a little, uh, I was like, no, nah, I'm not going to do it. So I don't know. I really like the Frenchies attitude. And then the Bulldogs, Bulldog, Pug. 
Frenchie, all kind of the same look, coming from the same genetic pool or whatever. I don't know. I just find them. I just find them interesting because they're ugly. So it gets, and then the Frenchies, especially, is uh, very cute, in my opinion. I can't believe I used that adjective, but yeah, they're very cute and adorable. Why not? Yes, they have arthritis problems. Yes, they have breathing problems. But you know, what dog does not have a fucking problem? The fucking the what is your veterinarian bill is gonna be ridiculous anyway whoever you raise at this point so i would like to have one but then it's very expensive to keep it and maintain and i'm not home blah 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 all that stuff so there is that but um anyways we got to see various interesting dogs i never seen so many wolfhounds especially irish wolfhounds because it's the same patty's day so all these people had like that wolfhound mix that came out these are fucking huge i think they're taller than me you know I'm like 5'9", so I'm like, what the fuck? And then, uh, <laughs> I gotta say, I, Alexandria is a very, I don't know if it's affluent. It reminds me of fucking Issaquah, Washington, or the Kirkland, Washington a little bit. It's more like Kirkland, Washington, I feel like. And then, if anyone lived in both places and, like, you feel disrespected, I'm sorry. It's the only relevant comparison I can give, you know. It's outside the D.C., so it's a D.C. suburb. So there are a lot of, you know, but then the very fact that, I mean, it's a very rustic feeling the downtown has with the brick buildings and brick roads and all that, which is pretty cool. But at the same time, it obviously got gentrified with the gaps and J. Cruz and other things in between two Starbucks stores, you know, blah, 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 all that. And then a whole bunch of like, you know, those are local coffee breweries and things, very pricey ones. A lot of chocolate stores, a lot of art stores, and all that. And, you know, the, the, the usual. And then the, the very fact that so many people had purebred dogs left and right like that. I just go like, these people can fucking afford it. And then I saw a lot of nice cars too, a lot of Audis, more than the Mercedeses. And I go like, why is this happening? I don't understand why people love Audis so much. It's another Volkswagen, if you think about it. You know, your A5 or A6 is just another Passat or Jetta. I don't give a shit. That's what really. That, that, that's what. That's what it looks like. The fucking Q5 is Tiguan, you know, way I look at it. Okay, and then Lamborghinis needs German now. I, I hate to break it to you, Volkswagen owns Lamborghini. And then if you look under the Huracan wheel, it says made in Germany. Some shit like that. Huracan is basically R8. I'm just saying. But anyways, I'm just spinning off with like uh, drifting off again. But Alexandria, pretty nice town. Uh, you know. As a cool walk around. Uh, the, actually, the pier harbor was pretty damn nice. And then the weather that we had on Sunday was like 57 degrees. So it was like perfect weather. And then I dressed nice for once for some reason. <laughs> I had a, I had a Uniqlo blazer and then the white, you know, the button shirt with the jeans and then the thing boots. And I just walked around. I feel like a douchebag walking around like that though. But then, then, then again, I don't dress like that walking around because I'm more like just a roll up button shirt not even polo i stopped wearing polo because i i only wear polo shirt when i'm on a golf course now and then more sweatshirt that kind of thing yeah i do dress nice but you know like i do business casual or like hip casual you know not totally shirt and jeans but i like to stay like that you know and but once in a while i'll dress nice and then people ask like how was the interview that kind of thing but you know, so I I dress I dress casually, and then they're like, oh yeah, you look good. And then I took some portrait mode photos, and then they go like, all right, in case shit goes south, I can put this on Bumble. I was like, great, I have a backup plan now. I look handsome. So, anyways, I I felt like a douchebag. I didn't have any green shirt. I didn't have green anything because 
I just don't. I'm I'm beige and blue, so I'm like, fuck that. And then the only green shirt I had was too big when I was a fat man, so I threw that shit out. Donated, rather. But anyways, so uh, just nice. And then after we hung out in Alexandria, we went to Georgetown campus because we never checked that out. And then we found the Exorcist stairs. And Georgetown is fucking nice. I can't believe I'm going. I visited so many private college campuses, including Vanderbilt, Georgetown, and a little bit of Johns Hopkins, you know, more the medical school. But I just, I don't know, Georgetown. I said uh, when we hung out in Vanderbilt, there was an episode. Go back to that episode. Gee, I'm really referring to a lot of old episodes right here. Uh, Vanderbilt, did I did I post that episode? I don't know. Vanderbilt kids are dressed so damn fucking nice. Uh, when we were there, actually, yeah, we did talk about it. Go check it out. The episode sixty seven, the clueless tourist, the early Nashville edition from three months ago or so. Uh, I felt the Vanderbilt kids were dressed super nice, and then they looked pretty, you know. But then Georgetown, I felt like God. They're like, is this like guys and girls? I just like. A lot of Chinese people, a lot of Indian people, you know, like which is cool. But like Georgetown, I, I guess it's a lawyer school. I don't know what else they're good at. Basketball, probably. Yeah, Patrick Ewing, you know. But then I was just like, I don't know, man. Like kids are very dressed like generic college students at this time, and I just, I just went like, I mean, some of them are dressed nice, but then it was like dressed nice as in like way too professional. Like, when you are at Vanderbilt, they dress nice, but it was like, hey, it's, wow, you really got out of the bed in that makeup and that that dress and then that Ugg boots that way, or just regular boots. Okay, cool. But for Georgetown kids, I felt like, God, you guys, ones that are dressed nice, nice, are like, dude, do you have a job interview this Sunday evening? What the, why are you dressed like that? Why are you wearing the Hillary pantsuit? What the fuck is this shit? You know, there's a little bit of that. So I was just like amazed. And then the facilities are really, really nice. We're hanging out at the uh, new student center uh, by the south end of the campus. It's a very small campus, by the way. And we just crashed there. And then I was like, damn, this is nicer than some of the offices. And I noticed it in a lot of colleges now. The facilities are hella nice, like better than the companies. When I went back to Ann Arbor last year, I go like, this is better than any startup. Like this feels like a startup office. Why would you want to ever leave this? You know, and then I go like, kids are fucking spoiled. <laughs> and then same for Georgetown. These kids are fucking spoiled. These facilities and meeting rooms are way too nice, in my opinion. Berkeley has no money. So they got to like live with the fucking whatever they got. The California school system. But I mean, yes, they have one nice building. But I go like, you know what? Despite that, they produce the best kids. But like, these Georgetown and stuff. I, mean, I don't know. Maybe this is the attraction point. But I'm like, Georgetown is not an engineering school. So I wouldn't come here for engineering. And I got like. You know, it was a nice campus, but I was just like, man, whatever. So, anyways, uh, maybe I'll, I want to go catch a basketball game there if they ever have a good game. Patrick Ewing's actually a head coach now, you know. So, but anyway, so after the Georgetown campus and then finding the Exorcist stairs, which I never saw the movie Exorcist, but then uh, we found it. It was pretty cool, but it was sunny, so it wasn't as cool, I guess. But then it was also cool that uh, you got to find it randomly. We didn't plan on it. Uh, so. I guess that's there is that, and after that we drove up to Baltimore, and I booked a hotel in Baltimore on Johns Hopkins Medical Campus. I was like, hey. you know, people are like the wire, and then the Baltimore is fucking ghetto as shit. Ah, uh, yeah, it is fucking ghetto, and it's like, but BK, you live in Detroit. Uh, I'll be honest with you. Unlike, 
unlike Detroit, Baltimore, and Oakland. Well, Oakland's nicer now. Oh, pretty nice. The problem with the fucking Baltimore is that the supposed downtown and then the important areas of the town is fucking ghetto as shit. And it is really fucking bad. AKA the fucking medical campus. It wasn't as bad as I thought. You know, some people are like, oh, fuck, man. Like, you gotta go to the undergrad campus area, not the medical campus. Medical campus is a ghetto. But then my thinking process, well, if shit, if anything happens to me, I got the best doctors and nurses in the world to fix me up right there. You know? So I was like, it will be okay. And then the hotel was hella nice, but they had, they, I didn't get into hotel trouble. I got in before. By the way, this. Disclaimer, I stayed in Residence Inn in both places, on the, off of the mileages. I was like, ooh, Residence Inn. Three out of five stars, whatever. $120, $130 a night, but I, I, I was doing it off the mileage. I felt like I, I wanted a nice time. I wanted the nice things, everything. This trip, I wanted to stay comfortable. I don't do Airbnb. I'm not going to talk about that here again. But anyways, yes, it was a ghetto-ass area of Baltimore, and then <laughs> they made me sign a waiver. It's like... Uh, no noise, no party, no smoking rule. And then I'm like, this guy, I, how many brothers come up here and then start like throwing up the fucking parties, maybe Ray Lewis fashion or something, without the murder, and then start smoking up in the room. How bad is it that like they have to set this rule? And then if this is on a medical campus, and I'm like, why would anyone party up in a medical campus? Why don't they do it in the waterfront hotel? Like, anyways, points aside, I was I thought it was hilarious that they put the provisioning and the waiver there, so it's like sign, 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 done. Then we checked into the hotel. It was hella nice. This is renovated. It's it way newer than I thought. So I was like, dang, this is pretty nice. Maybe they just fixed this one up. And then I was very satisfied with the stay. And then the parking, although I pay for it, uh, it was a valet by default. And I was like, okay. And I was like, I don't see an underground parking. I cannot park the car by myself. It's like, fuck, whatever. But then I guess that's what happens when they try to have a nice hotel in a ghetto-ass area. And then uh, we mostly hung out in Fells Point in the waterfront uh, in the harbor uh, Sunday night and then uh, Monday before we headed back and then uh, we tried the Thames Oyster Restaurant I think that's the place and then uh, I, that was the most delicious brioche based lobster roll I've ever had in my life I think that was the most that was the sweetest brioche bread I ever eaten uh, so thumbs up there although the price is a little strong but uh, you know who gives a shit man it's, like, it's a nice seafood place and then I really love seafood I don't eat seafood that much, but like, you know, with the es- I then I had the escargot too. It's like, ooh, fucking escargot, BK, what are you using? Whatever, I don't know. Just try something different. That's the point of vacation, right? So try everything. So I had that and uh, lobster rolls. Crab cake was pretty good. And then the yeah, seafood was really good in general. And then I got the, what did I get yesterday? Divolo, Divolo, Diavolo, Fra, fra Diavolo. It's like a seafood pasta, um, fra diavolo. What is this? What I, I'm looking for food, not the fucking fra diavolo sauce. Yeah, that fucking pasta. It's a spicy sauce for pasta or seafood. Tomato base with a chili. Uh, where was that? What pepper black? I think that was a place in Balt in that of uh, Fells Point that we had this. Black pepper, penny black, black penny. <laughs> I think that's what it's called. <coughs> oh, excuse me. Penny Black, that's what it's called. And then, uh, ah, it was pretty damn cool. Um, we had the fish and chips there. They make the fish like the fried chicken, so the batter was very interesting. Fries, I love the way they cut it. 
um, and then it was crunchy. So I was I was very happy. I was very satisfied. In this trip in general, I was very satisfied with the food. Um, so I'm I'm just like man, this this is awesome. This is a good trip. So I was very very happy on this trip and then we went back to the airport and then lounged up and then flew back and then uh crashed home and watched more forensic files went to sleep went to work and i came back and i'm now recording this shit so uh anyways that was a 43 minutes of the long 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 of what happened didn't really go wild and crazy oh by the way i found a hidden uber office by the fells point baltimore uh <laughs> and then uh something some notes about baltimore and then i forgot to talk about it um you know the Fells Point area is really nice. I saw the Under Armour headquarters from the distance across the river, grinding my teeth as to the three hundred dollars that I lost out of that company last year and their stock and the bad thing they're doing. I don't understand how Under Armour works, but and I see a lot of the usual major city urbanization, gentrification, whatever you wanna call it in these places, and I just go like, Baltimore is a DC. Uh, Alexandria are no different and I just go like sometimes I wonder when I go to these cities like Tennessee and uh, San Diego and all that and then even the trips I made last year I I was mostly searching for like look what could I could I live here like I, I really constantly ask that question if if anything ever happens if any job pops up and then I go can I live here can I do this here would I would I tolerate living here and the, but then what I noticed over the years, I mentioned this previously too, is that I feel like a lot of cities, especially people our age, looking for urban, uh, minimalized if you want to call it, uh, minimalist, simple, studio, one bed, living with a decent amount of wage, it's, like, it's kind of the same in every city. You know, the luxury apartment, the fucking J. Crew Starbucks around the corner, it's the same. It's the same. No, only difference is the sales tax, the income tax. Traffic is just as bad in every city. Weather is a little different here and there. But it's I really don't feel the difference between the cities, you know. So I, I kind of hesitate. And I'm like, I've been to way too many places over the last year, year and a half. And then I go like, What's really different from, I mean, what's really different from Austin, Chicago, Naperville, Denver, Boulder, Baltimore, D.C., Alexandria, Detroit, Ann Arbor, Seattle, L.A., Dallas, Austin, San Francisco, San Diego. What is so different? Every development plan is the same. Every every city planning is the same. Every urbanization and gentrification route is the same. And I, I just go like, I just like, I, I throw a white flag and I'm like, I guess it's okay if you move, if you move like that and then like, oh, it's just a very same familiar franchise. And then the one guy in the Lyft driver finally said this, like, America is just a large franchise country. And then like, you just don't realize it. And then I'm like, that's a true fucking statement. Wherever you go, you'll find an Apple store, you'll find a Starbucks, you'll find the J. Crew. Where's the mom and pop shop? And then we talked about this. Then we're walking through D.C., one of the bars, and then the Shaw neighborhood. Uh, when we went to the Cherry's Blossom Pup and other things Saturday night. Other mom and pop shops closed. They can't fucking afford it. And then only, like, Starbucks can afford the rent. Only J. Crew can afford the rent. Or you gotta have a really good set of investors and 
upcharge the coffee six dollars or avocado toast fucking sixteen dollars and shit. That's the only way this these quote unquote local shops survive. But whatever they fucking provide is no different from you know that what you call it that genuine experience the mom and pop local things offer. I feel it's the same as microbrewer and all that shit. I'm just like, what's the difference? You're just another beer company. Oh, you know, it has a spin of Colorado or Pittsburgh or Milwaukee. And I'm like, I don't give a fuck. I really don't. Beer's a beer. Coffee's a coffee. I, you're not giving me anything special other than whatever you're offering. You're offering a nitro cold brew because everybody offers a nitro cold brew. If you tell me that you're... You're bringing me a fucking hydrogen cold brew. Sure, maybe I'll try it. Then it's fucking different. Or helium cold brew. I'll try it. Because nobody else does it. But if you're offering the same nitro cold brew. And you got the same fucking beans out of Costa Rica. Or fucking Tanzania or some shit. What difference does it make? It's the same coffee. Same process. Same idea. Same hipsters. Same gentrification anyway. So more and more I make these travels and go to cities and try the food and all that. I I start I start realizing it's like you know what I I I guess this is what millennials come to and I don't know what people move around for it's same for New York or Brooklyn and all of that shit what's really different other than the cost of living and then the potential jobs that are available around there they're all gonna have the same urban development problem because all the cities are developed poorly and then have terrible infrastructure. So, just like, fuck it, it's back to square one. But anyways, I really enjoy the time otherwise. I, 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 I mentally recovered. Physically, I'm a little tired. So I'm, And then I'm recording this a little longer than I expected tonight. But that's okay. I, I feel like this is the first uh, impassioned version of the AA show that I've recorded in a while. So anyways, I'll leave it there. Uh, thanks for listening to the rant. Chase, you're on fucking notice. I'll just say that right now. So it's profanity-laced, but... God, man, $450 annual fee, and then this is what I get. The amount of struggle I had to go through. And then just, anyways, go listen to that at the beginning of the thing. And play in your fucking meetings. God damn it. How do you fuck this up? Like, who's the technical PM working on this website and whatever service you got? I Can you give me a fucking job so I can help out? I know I threw a lot of profanities here, but god damn it, man. Like... I love Chase. It's better than fucking Bank of America. Bank of America got fucking hacked, which is why I don't use them. Wells Fargo lies to the fucking customers. JP Morgan hasn't been hacked and hasn't offered any other products other than trying to buy Bear Stearns. Out of junk value. As far as I'm aware, I love Chase. I love Chase. And then the... But anyways, I leave it there. Thanks for listening. Um... Please subscribe on the uh, Apple Podcast and then the Stitcher. I haven't been really following up on feedback and all that stuff and uh, to be great to be honest there has been that many feedbacks coming in lately either because i haven't been recording in such an extensive time i haven't been promoting this left and right either so uh there's that uh email or the twitter is what a show all one word what a show uh and then the email is a show at outlook.com the email is a show at outlook.com thanks for listening we'll uh check back with you next week happy spring by the way it's a spring already but it's like 28 degrees minus two three outside and there's snow fucking coming in michigan i am fucking furious at chase and this weather but anyways have a good week and then i will check back next week bye-bye